0: Welcome, everyone, to Sit, Start, Drink. My name is Eric, and with me are my co-hosts and good friends, Nizi, Kaz, and Cam. This is a beer review show where we mostly talk about fantasy football. And if you haven't yet, check out our socials, at Sit, Start, Drink, on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Music. Uh, So, since we are a beer review show, today's beer is Valencia Orange Cosmo by Noon Whistle out of Lombard, Illinois. But we're going to get to the beer review later in the show. First, let's talk about fantasy football. So without further ado, let's sit, start, drink. All right, we're going to open it up with some recaps. Kaz is going to take us through uh, the big end of it, and we're going to comment on it, and we're going to talk about the Rams and Pats
1: first. It was a really nice day for the Rams D. Uh, Other than that, the receivers on the Rams didn't really show too much. Jared Goff didn't really show too much. Uh,
2: Yeah, Goff was saved by
0: the rushing touchdown. Yeah, Rams defense. I mean, if you're if you're pushing for that that ship, I mean, they have like 13 points, 15 points, 20 points in the past three games. Um, they hope you have them. Um, and then running back Cam Akers. Uh, I know he's not really a name that people think of this late in the season, but I mean, 14 points, 16 points, now 21 points, trending into the end.
2: He's Some definitely the, the clear
0: number one. Like, there's yeah, there's
2: no more. Like, is it going to be Henderson? Uh, you know. Malcolm Brown, nobody. It's, it's going to be Cam Akers. Right. And next week they have the jets.
0: So that's very promising. Uh, if you need it, um, yeah, it didn't look really pretty bad. bad.
2: The whole receiving <laughs> side of the Patriots. It's like, yeah, and, uh, compliment here. No, you got to stay away from the running backs and the wide receivers. I think
0: per usual. And, uh, in New England, but or not running back or not wide receivers, but running backs definitely. Um, yeah, let's talk about the uh, the Texans and the Bears.
1: This was a wild game. The 10 god, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> what will he do next? Yeah, I mean, he really has, hasn't been horrible this season, but he's been ramping back up after they took some time off putting folds back in, but he was undefeated at the beginning of the season. Then they took him out. And then this game, he was a monster against the Houston defense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to, uh, to to know when he's going to be great or when he's going to get you four points and make you really upset.
1: A lot of it has to do with, I mean, not government has been great all season and especially Mm -hmm. in the second half of the season. So, like, it's opening up Trubisky to finally be able to find the connection with Robinson, with Komet. He's, he's having a pretty good day. Or season, I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, Jimmy Graham found himself a touchdown, too. So, he's, he's connecting with a lot of different people. Um, and it's awesome for their offense. Uh, their defense at the same time, they're
1: doing great. I'm a little wary because, like, he's pretty hit or miss. But, like, the rest of their season is pretty great as far as schedule-wise goes. Definitely. Uh, what about Houston? Not really. Much all here, about either. There. <laughs> Buddy Howell, 42 yards. I mean, who, who is Buddy Howell? Exactly. <laughs> I
2: didn't Both even know job. he was in the game until yeah. they handed him off. him a few times, uh, wide receivers. I mean, they're not looking good without having uh, Brandon cooks in there. That really suffered. Yeah. No, no cooks. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, um but they do have Cincinnati week 16. So as far as the Watson goes, don't be afraid of a 16 point game. I mean, it's not, you know, completely falling off here. Uh, he has Indianapolis next week. That's a tougher matchup, but not the end of the world. And then Cincinnati week 16. So fire him up. He's going to be fine.
1: Uh, let's jump into the the Cowboys and the Bengals. Andy Dalton's finally starting to come into its own. He's finding Amari Cooper, who's super solid. Um, Zeke on the other hand is not great. He's still struggling. He just can't find the end zone anymore.
2: I, it's the O-lines really struggling for the Cowboys and yeah.
1: They're absolutely. not helping
2: him out and he's not getting that explosiveness to where they're help. he's helping them out. He's
1: just Cowboys getting That was a really try of everything. They put they put in Pollard for about 50% of the snaps this time around and uh, if you're a Zeke owner, you're worried 100% yeah. I, uh, you've, been, you've been worried 100% if you're a Zeke. He's definitely 100%.
2: matchup based, but even this was supposed to be a decent matchup for him. And look, so I don't know. I, I, the only player on the Cowboys I want right now is Amari Cooper.
0: agree with that. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Zeke for the next two games? They're facing San
1: Francisco and then Philadelphia. You think that's a uh, him. There's nobody on the wire that's going to be getting you that. Yeah. If, huh?
2: you ha- <laughs> if you have other options okay. on your team, maybe. But at this point, there's no one you're going to pull out of the free agency that's going to be better than Zeke.
1: Yeah, now, as far as the Bengals go, is AJ Green usable in these fantasy playoffs?
2: I don't trust him. Uh, I, I wouldn't I trust him. anyone. I, the Bengals. whole Bengals offense is just—I would stay away from it. The only person if, I would—if you have a well—the only person I would consider would be Joe Mixon. But even now, if they bring him back week 15, he. I haven't seen him. It's Tuesday right now and he hasn't even started practicing. So I don't see how he would be efficient. So I would just stay away from the Cincinnati Bengals moving forward.
0: I, I'm insane, too. Earlier I was all about him and now we're just too close to the end here. You, you cannot trust that it's not going to be a four point game or a three point game for these guys at this point. So yeah, you can't start them. Absolutely not. You, you're better off with a, a lottery and the waiver wire probably.
1: Moving on to the Chiefs, oh. uh Clyde the Glide, baby, starting to get involved in the passing game. Well, it's about time. <laughs> yeah,
2: but let's talk about the atrociousness of his running game. 16 Don't rushes they, for 32, 32 yards. 32 yards.
1: That's, kind of that's kind of been him. I mean, if you look at his he's past couple games. Been he's
2: better been better than two than yards per carry.
1: I agree. I agree. But like he's he's really not been efficient on the ground, and he's kind of been your uh, your Darren Sproles esque player.
2: Yeah, but he yeah, shouldn't. I where like he, he was drafted, you don't player. draft he's Darren like Sproles as players in the first round. Uh you know what I mean,
1: <laughs> right? But I think he's pretty high up as far as Darren Sproles. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, that. I'm not trying to hype the guy up at all. I'm just saying he's definitely a usable. Fan right yeah. Uh, yeah, this so, is a
0: fast-forward offense. I mean, they're going to be throwing the ball more so than running the ball, and since he's inefficient on the ground, if he's getting passes and you have a PPR league, that's great news for you. If not, I don't know about Clyde.
1: I think Miami side of the ball, Mike, Mike Kosicki, uh, Devontae Parker was pretty absent. Uh, that's a weird team. I don't know. The The Dolphins were looking to be playoff contenders sometime in the middle of the season, and now it's it's the Mike Kosicki show. I
2: think Tua didn't look bad, though. I mean, He threw
1: for two touchdowns and ran in a touchdown. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just, but like, there's no, it's, it's, he's spreading the love.
1: So it's. And there's an, there's injury woes with, uh, with Tua. You got to be a little worried about that. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. let's let's move on to the Cardinals and the Giants.
2: uh, how are we feeling about Kyler Murray
0: going um, into this? Kenyon Drake's still doing fine. Or Kyler Murray. Yeah. Let's talk about him
1: first. I think he's back. I think Kyler Murray's back. I think Kenyon Drake is, I hate, Kenyon Drake's the past three years when he was on the Dolphins, when he was somewhere else too. Right. And I just cannot stand that guy. But all of a sudden this man is making me a fan. He's getting in the end zone. He's looking great. He's passing the eye test. Chase Edmonds is still somewhat usable, but I love Kenyon Drake and I'm going to make play for him next year. Well,
2: keep an eye out. I was going to mention this for people that are in dynasty or keeper leagues. And you either have Drake or uh, Chase Edmonds, Drake's only on a one-year contract. He's up after that, or two-year contract. Yeah, sorry, he's up after this up year. year. So does he re-sign with the Cardinals, or does he go to another home? I mean, there's definitely going to be but other teams funny.
1: looking for backs too. We'll see him in Cincinnati. No, nah,
2: they still have Mixon.
1: <laughs> Do
2: they? <laughs> I mean, we'll <laughs> see. Right. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, other than that, Hopkins, yeah, looking great. Uh, how about the Giants? Where, what about Wayne Gallman? You're you're king. What's going oh,
1: on
0: no, with them, Kaz? Uh, I'm gonna call this on every one of on the Giants. It was
1: mm-hmm. still a fine game. It's still a ten point game. Yeah, it was still I mean, but in it's PPR. Flex out of territory. Outside of PPR, I don't love him. But I I,
2: PPR, I, 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 I feel, feel someone in here was saying he was RB two with RB one upside territory. I heard that. I remember <laughs>
0: hearing that.
1: In PPR that still exists, right? You
0: said that so loudly too. It was like <sighs> you really wanted everyone to know about it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, numbers don't lie but <laughs> it's
2: weird Evan Ingram was on a good uptick and this was a bad game I think it was just a bad game for the Giants overall I think they'll uh they'll turn it around I think they still yeah, are okay,
1: more than three receptions yeah don't really-
2: Sterling Shepard Evan Ingram Wayne Gallman I think are all still startable
1: I think it just was uh not if Colt McCoy stays if Colt McCoy stays yes, that's
2: it. true that it that all yeah, depends yeah. on who Colt McCoy uh all right let's move on to the Vikings in the box
1: uh, Kirk Cousins, I've been hyping him up the past couple weeks. I think, like, I was a little worried about him because his matchups weren't all that great, right? But He's performed this week, and I think he might be a nice stream the rest of the season. Yeah, no, he, he still did fine, and, like, yeah. he has been on the up. Uh, I, I say ride that.
2: And he still has Dalvin Cook oh. carrying the team on his shoulders. Yeah. Another 100-yard game with the hands. touchdown for him. And then, I mean, he didn't do much in the receiving yard, but when you get 102 yards, how much more can you ask from him?
1: Yeah, I mean, Dalton Cooks is a always start. no matter what. Herb, Herb Smith outperforms Thielen and Jefferson. Uh, what do you take from this? If you're a Thielen and a Jefferson owner, are you worried?
2: No, I just think the Tampa Bay defense is pretty well, and he was doing quicker tight end passes compared to, like, getting it down yeah, to Jefferson to and Thielen. Yeah, if you, if you I, have, I have Thielen or I, Jefferson. I, it cost uh, me the first round in one of my leagues because Thielen really – I just needed four more points out of him, but I'm not mad at him. It's not his fault. I think it was just the situation of the matchup.
1: That's a little bad. I was going to say, you
2: want us
0: to call him real quick?
2: That's a little bad. (laughs) Uh, I'm more mad at Kirk Cousins, if anybody. (laughs) I I I know Thielen isn't the problem there. (laughs) Throwing a ball to Thielen 90% of the time, he's catching it. All
0: right, how
1: about on Tampa
2: sample Um,
0: similar frustrations in Tampa Bay with the wide receivers. This is their story. This is what's going to happen. You are not going to know It's going to happen. Yeah.
2: I was expecting a huge game for all three of them. I was like, I don't know who's going to take it or all four of them. Sorry. Let's throw Gronk in there too. I was like, these guys are going to explode. And I mean, they still won 26 to 14, but none of the wide receivers were really there.
1: Right. Rojo. I mean, had a decent game, surprisingly good game. Uh, He's, he's, pretty much the number one surprising there. That's, that's,
2: okay. factor is the healthy scratch of Leonard Fournette. I don't understand why they would sign this guy in the off season. And that's his, that was their end goal. I mean, not their end goal. Know. But you know what I mean? Like it's maybe frustrating. They're more,
1: maybe they're seeing more out of LaShawn.
2: <sighs> maybe I it just, it's just weird. I just, I, I don't expect Fournette to be in that backfield. Yeah, he a going nice this year. Time. It doesn't seem like they're investing him in it. In no, as as that, this a is a one-year thing. Fournette's yeah. hoping yeah, to get, we'll that get that ring, number. and then he's going to go somewhere else. That's it, yep.
0: Um, I'm not sure, Cam, if you're going to mention this later. Uh, Ryan Suckup, I believe he's on the COVID list, uh, if you can confirm that. Something, he I don't is. really talk about kicker as much, but he's like the number three kicker in the league. So He is, uh, yes. If you, if you don't never, ever look at your kicker, just keep an eye out for that real quick, just a little side note.
1: He's just gotta keep gotta quit sucking up all those germs. <laughs> yeah. um, how about the yeah, Broncos?
2: Broncos and the Panthers.
1: This is a good game. Yeah, uh, Eric's yeah. old favorite, Drew Locke. Eric's old favorite, Drew Locke. He kind of came back. Drew pop, like, and drop a baby.
2: Um,
0: happy to see him. Yeah.
2: And I'm pretty sure Al oh, happy another, to see him 50, 50 all Denver is. Another 50 fifty fifty split almost in the backfield. Uh, surprising Lindsay's still getting so much work there. I'm not trusting any Bronco. Mm-mm.
0: We said it last week, and I'm going to say it again. Do not trust the Bronco. Um, even no offense, who we said you're going to have to trust him, he just dropped zero points. So,
1: I don't yeah, know. That's no point Stay away. That. As far as the Panthers, I think that Robbie Anderson it has developed into the number one receiver over there. Curtis Samuel was somewhat usable. Uh, Moore was nowhere to be found. Was he hurt?
2: He had COVID. Well, he didn't have COVID. He was on the COVID list with Curtis Samuel. They cleared Curtis Samuel. They did not
1: clear DJ. But still, even when he's there, Robbie Anderson has been producing. Uh, Next week, they're
2: saying that it's supposed to be the sixth return of CMC this year. So, that is also going to bleed into the receiving game.
1: Um, But I also think that Mike Davis is still somewhat usable as a flex player.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying that, like, you're you're saying Mike Davis and you have Christian McCaffrey coming back too. That's going to lower the value hard of the wide receivers.
0: Now, Curtis Samuel, I know you're writing him off, but, uh, he still had seven receptions that game. Robbie Anderson had eight. Like, yeah. I mean, the target, there's three more
1: targets to Robbie Anderson. He's just been more productive with what they're giving him. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm just not writing off Curtis Samuel on that team. I think that he proved himself to be such a technical player to be able to do a lot. And, uh, They're they're going to give him you know what he's owed for it.
1: All right. Uh, How about the Titans and the Jags? This was AJ Brown's week. Uh, Kind of a roulette over there. Corey Davis was nowhere to be found this week, and I think maybe next week you might see Corey Davis. This wasn't
2: AJ Brown's week. This was Derrick Henry's week. Sure, sure. As it should be. It's going to be like that every week moving forward. Derrick Henry is this offense. Now AJ Brown's going to have good games, Corey Davis is going to have good games, but look at the flip-flop. Derrick Henry is the guy to have going forward. You said, said
1: "We'd love to schedule." Yeah, it's we're super high on this guy. It's, it's oh, yeah. going to continue to 100%.
2: This.
0: Derrick Henry cannot be stopped. He is a freight train. And AJ Brown, I don't think that you should get that flip-flopped that much. It, it is AJ Brown number 1, Corey Davis behind him. Without oh, a doubt. Corey no matter Davis. What.
1: Performed him by big numbers when he does outperform him, though. I think something between on that. I think that the the Brown is your high floor, but I think if you're looking for the ceiling, it's Corey Davis all day.
0: Okay, I'm gonna agree to disagree on that one. I'm I'm just huge on AJ Brown, so. Um,
1: so how about on the other side of the ball,
2: James Robinson having one of his worst weeks, a second worst week of the season? What
1: happened there? Uh, seven, it's still 12 points that is a good say, seven, seven, 7 point floor 12, 12 points of PPR you uh, you love that you're okay with that floor
0: yeah I mean I wouldn't like 7 points at all I, I just think that you know it was it was the matchup and um, I don't really know what to who to blame or whatever you know Keelan Cole got a, a lot on that game and you're okay. still starting James Robinson. You're not. not
1: for the Jag- you're a lot for the Jaguars. Keelan Cole didn't get a lot production-wise. Yeah, it um, seems uh, like Chark.
2: But- I would stay away from Chark. It's real, it's real upsetting. Yeah, we I, to get I had so much high hopes for him this season, and it just knocked
1: yeah, yeah, this off. I think the quarterback woes. Just nobody can develop the chemistry yeah. out there. So it's just whoever they can get the ball to.
0: Yeah, it does very much seem that way. And James Robinson is a shoulder to Leon uh, for all of it. So
2: he's just going to keep getting those touches moving forward. All right. How about the highest scoring game of the week? Colts and the Raiders.
1: Jonathan Taylor is
3: back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah he had a nasty everybody 62 yard to run touchdown. I mean, I mean, everybody who drafted see it. Yeah. I mean, not even Jonathan Taylor's back. T Y Hilton
1: is back, baby. Yeah, Michael Pittman owners are hurting right now because they they were kind of probably putting their season on him as a wr 2
2: Yeah, if I was a he Pittman was owner. he was a high waiver uh, claim for us. We we said he'd be great, and he Ty's just decided to be a player again. Mm-hmm. That's all
1: it is. Uh, he's one of the best receivers in the league when he's doing it.
2: How about the uh, the Raiders with the uh, saying Josh Jacobs isn't active and then playing him?
1: Yeah, I wonder.
2: Oh uh everybody. How everybody how bad did that written. screw over people? Now th- did he have a great game? No, so it's almost good you dra- you'd bench. No, them? but who's your who's your
0: uh RB three Yeah, player, the guy that you started instead that possibly got you, you know? Or did
2: you start Devontae Booker? Course. People who started Devontae Booker thinking there's no Josh Jacobs, let's go. Yeah, Booker <laughs> season And, and then said, just I get, gonna get rolled by that. The case. Um yeah, it seems like the Raiders' their receiving core is still a little weird. It's just, it's all up in the air. The main guy to have is always going to be Darren Waller right now because he's still consistently getting the love. Uh, Derek Carr looked okay through a couple bad picks. So. But I, I, I compare these guys a lot to Carolina
0: in, in the fact that there's highs and lows for the receivers. Uh,
2: yeah. But
0: like, I think Nelson Aguilar is the guy to have if you're going to have a guy. Yeah.
2: Ruggs is the future, though. I think Ruggs is a good. Uh, Good guy to keep, uh, keep for keeper leagues
1: and dynasty leagues. Yeah, as far as keeper leagues, I wouldn't at any point in this season. But yeah, no, but we, a, sh- a, lot, a lot, lot of people, of people are out of the, the playoffs,
2: and it's what they're looking for right now. All right, uh, let's take a look at the Jets and the Seahawks. A let's jump into the Jets and Seahawks. Complete. <laughs> There's echo in this room. Yeah, I got so. <laughs> a complete one-sided game here. <laughs> You can't say the jets
1: this one. They They're tanking for Trevor. They have to be. Uh, their RB core is. They have no clue what's going on. Yeah. Ty Johnson mentioned as a waiver. I don't think I was on board with that. I think he's exactly who I thought I was, and uh, I want nothing to do with Ty Johnson. Uh, the both Seahawks uh, backs were productive this week. Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson. Yeah, Chris
2: Carson's still going to be the guy there. I I think Hyde's good to have as a. Low level flex play, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't start because Rashad Penny's coming back. They still have DJ Dallas. This was my lock of the week
0: last week. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, did not hit
2: 20, but 18.8 for this Close week enough. As far you as know? As yeah, that's a good game. And it was a passing been... game, so it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the game script was not a. I mean, it is a rushing game script, but they were just so far ahead.
1: I have to, uh, I have to apologize for the Corey Davis of the week last week. That was rough on my end. Yeah.
2: Uh, other than yeah. that, DK and Lockett both uh, both get in love, but DK still the clear number one there. Uh, I mean, we thought at the beginning of the season is going to be Lockett, but DK is just looking to be a top five wide receiver drafted next year, in my opinion.
1: I'm into that too. I think he he goes third round. Yeah,
2: yeah, I agree. Um, both of those guys just
1: disgusting. They're so good. Um, how about the Green uh, Bay Packers versus the, the
2: Lions?
1: And the Lions. <laughs> 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 so the it's, it's not in his stride yet. Um, MBS seems to have taken his role in the injury, and MBS is looking to run away with this. If you're an MBS owner, I think you can play him in the wide receiver two slot. How about you guys?
0: Oh, man, that's so scary this late, because if you're here now, you are a week away from the ship, right? And we're talking about Green Bay, which is Devontae Adams' show. Um, and MBS the last three weeks was 6.5 points, 0, and then negative 0.4. Yeah, I so think he's booming. I would us. absolutely take, like, anyone else.
1: Yeah.
2: MBS right really, now. yeah really I, I would take a receiver on a lesser team that's more not Devontae Adams on the team. Yeah, if I, was, if I was in that position
0: where MBS is one of my plays, I'm looking for even, like, someone, I don't even know, T. Higgins on Bengals, at Yeah, eight, you know, like, on my bench or something, or A.J. Green or someone who, like, I, I lost faith in. Uh, I would play that over MBS, I think.
2: Ro- Robert Tonyas another touchdown. Robert, it is three I, mean, I Dude, picked him up a few weeks ago, and he is not another me down. touchdown. Like it blows my mind. He, yeah. He's the number three tight end now. Uh, <laughs> up a lot, a lot. Because I think even the beginning of the year, he wasn't even doing Speaking
3: anything. End,
1: nothing at all. Speaking of tight end, TJ Hackerson looked good as well. Uh, he had a really sick shovel pass from fucking uh, Matt Ryan.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he he has been
2: like. Oh, hold on, hold on. Can I? Can um, Matt Ryan threw a sh- nice shuffle pass to TJ Hawkins. Uh,
1: <laughs> let's, all the way
0: from state <laughs> from state Atlanta. State, ball flew. to Detroit.
1: He caught a plane ride. I'm not now, gonna lie, bro. I know Detroit. Matt no,
2: Ryan Matt can, can do that. I know Matt Ryan can do that. <laughs> I just I just didn't see it.
1: Matt Ryan actually has the arm. Georgia Tech, Georgia it. Tech produces some nice arms. What can I say? He went to Boston College. <laughs> You're right. 0 <laughs> huh? oh for two. the <laughs> <laughs> Someone take this man to shovel yeah, away. He He's just, just digging a right. hole. <laughs> <laughs> shovel, shovel, pass, shovel, digging the hole. Oh uh, man.
2: Uh, but yeah. So, uh, DeAndre Swift. Just like I'm
1: not looking. I say, just like I'm not looking great. DeAndre Swift didn't look all that great. No, it
2: didn't look great. He, he, I I just think when you're facing the Packers and you're Detroit, it's a division game, it's a passing game. You're, you're keeping
0: up with yeah, I, I don't think that you you're not you're not letting off DeAndre Swift right now. I think that yeah. he is he's gonna be okay. Yeah, um, I wouldn't give up on him. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. The, yeah. Right, what
1: do we got next? The Saints and the Eagles. As far as, you know, Cam's pick, Michael Thomas, I think he's back to being himself. Uh, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, both of those guys are finally back. Like, they stopped using everybody except Kamara, and I think it's working out for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good to see him back in full form. Um, I think that you're going to see this the rest of the year, and Alvin Kamara
2: back to Alvin Kamara so all of the people who were worried for a while carried you that far. I'm going to completely argue that and no it didn't work out for them. They clearly lost they lost one of the three times they lost and I think it's because they went they didn't get the change of pace that they were doing Taysom Hill barely ran Latavius Murray barely ran even, even Alvin Kamara barely ran they weren't running they were throwing the ball and obviously it didn't work out for them they lost well, and Michael Thomas didn't have a big game to show that they're yeah. running the yeah. ball that much. Against a I mid-range a Eagles that. defense, I expected a lot more from the Saints.
1: But on the other side, you had Miles Sanders absolutely explode against the Saints, which is not characteristic of that. I
2: take – no, 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 look no. Look at the stat Miles line Sanders again. Look at the stat one, line. 84 yards. Take away Man, the 82-yard rushing touchdown. Take that away. 82, yeah.
1: He still got another
2: – touchdown. Eight. But he ran thirteen times for like thirty yards.
0: Yeah, that is terrible.
1: Jalen
2: Hurts oh, ran eighteen oh, oh, oh. times for one hundred and six.
1: I was about to say that. So their rushing defense is usually pretty strong. So uncharacteristically, they gave up all that to Sanders. They gave up all that to Hurts. Not all that Sanders. Someone got through. It happens. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say a bad. I wouldn't say like the best defense. Best, but, but look, does it happen? In addition to giving 106 rushing yards to a quarterback?
2: Now, I count that different. I don't know how the stats go. I know the Saints are the best run defense, but against a quarterback, that's a completely different story. You know what I
1: mean? I think your front seven is your front seven.
2: I guess, but mm, e- no, I you got a direct snap to a Once guy the who can out of pocket. It's yeah, not so much
1: up to the front
0: seven. You got
2: right. a shotgun snap to the quarterback who can run all the way to the sideline and steal 15 yards, or you do a handoff to a guy who's trying to make some cuts through a bunch of guys. You know what I mean? Like there, there is a That's difference.
1: That's good news for the Eagles, right? Because yeah. now they have the, the now they have the RPO with Jalen Hurts. And they could kind of play it like a college offense. They, Cause like the handoff is just as deadly as him not passing it or not handing it off and running it himself.
0: Guys, if you picked up Taysom Hill where you should have picked him up, are you starting him in your, in your playoffs with the numbers
1: that he's been putting up? Uh, it's tough. It depends on who else you have. Uh, yeah.
2: And then with, you never know the looming, the looming Drew Brees coming back. Uh, I just want to rely on him. Don't make him your only option. Okay. That's all I can all right. say. That's kind of what I was
0: like trying to steer toward as far as like, are yeah. you having a backup QB if you are starting him, or is he a backup QB to someone like, I don't even know if you're really relying on mass effort still, but like, <laughs> good luck. Uh, <laughs> right, we, before that argument, all I was saying was it's nice to see Elton Kamara and Michael Thomas put up some real points. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm, to- yours, I'm calling that a fluke. I'm not calling that a huge real thing. An 82-yard huge rush like that like, no that's not going to happen every single time you're not going to see 20 plus okay, how 20 about Miles sanders for the rest of the year i don't believe it
1: how about dallas Goddard though he's got a high floor um i think i like him
0: yeah absolutely um i think that dallas Goddard over zackers i'm into that as well all right let's jump into the falcons and chargers Calvin um, Ridley? Matt Stafford of the Falcons, right Kaz? That's how that's how you do
1: this. <laughs> We're, going back. We're going straight back to Georgia Tech, baby. And he's putting the ball <laughs> in the Calvin Ridley's arms. I think that Calvin Ridley's really the only Falcon that you want, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, if Julio's in, obviously you want him, but if he's not in, nothing you can do about that.
1: How about Austin yeah. Eckler? How about Austin Eckler? His usage is back. Uh, last week may have just been a fluke.
2: Yeah, no, I think he's top five RBI uh, RB going for the next two weeks. Like, I just think he's a passing back rookie quarterback. I know yeah, they I say the that. data doesn't prove that, but I just think the actual, like they don't rookie quarterbacks don't usually do throw to the tight end sort to the running backs, but this rookie quarterback does.
1: Yeah. I'm into mm-hmm. it. Austin that has gotten the most insane usage I've ever seen out of any player ever. Maybe. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you hold on to him the whole time, good for you. Um, Keenan Allen didn't wasn't hurt by it either, so it's just good news yeah, for the studs on the team. Keenan Allen, is Keenan Allen. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, there's there's nothing else going to change from that. Um, let's talk about the 49ers and a Washington.
1: full-time well, So I realistically don't know how Washington football team keeps getting these Ws. It seems <laughs> like they're still looking for their identity. It's got to be their pass defense. I think their secondary's... Probably one of the strongest in the league. Oh, yeah. it, de- it
2: definitely is. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, th- their offense is a J.D. McKissick's their lead guy. Like, I don't know. I mean, they're- Logan, they're- Logan Thomas was all their passing. Like, it's just, they're not a good yeah. team. Their defense is just getting them out of issues. And that's how I feel about San Francisco, too. Uh, without Garoppolo, they're not a good team. Nick Moans, I I don't think is good at all.
1: No, and Raheem's been in uh, and yeah, out of the injury. He left the game they They're, they're too, only so.
2: five and eight because of their good defense. I mean, this is just Shit. defense, defense teams. Um
1: Brandon Ayuk, though, I think you can set him up as a keeper. Yeah, probably, he is a good keeper for going in
2: next year.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Brian Ayuk, he, he had one off week and that was it. He's he's yeah. good to go moving forward. Jimmy,
1: Jimmy G with Ayuk next year could be pretty hot.
0: Mm-hmm. As long as he as long as they develop the chemistry. Because that, this chemistry that you're seeing right now is the
2: Nick Mullen's
1: chemistry. I can agree. So I think Luke has the talent. But we have to see it. We still have to see what's going on with Jimmy G.
2: Mm-hmm. How about the Monday night or Sunday night football game? Steelers versus the Bills.
1: This was a surprising one. I think the Steelers are not who we said they are. Uh,
2: They've never are. They, everybody knew what They weren't. They've had they played horrible yeah. teams. They played absolutely <laughs> horrible teams. And Big Ben is just oh, like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna sling it to my three
1: good wide exactly, receivers. Exactly. But are they three good wide right receivers? That's what I'm trying yes, to say. Yes, they are. But when they yes. face exactly. a real defense, I don't know that Chase Claypool is good. I think he's serviceable against bad defenses, but is Chase Claypool able to deal with pressure?
2: Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he was the worst of the big three with almost big four. Now with James Washington Deont- stepping I
1: think Deontay, in. I think Deontay and Ebron are both real. I think Juju's real. I don't know that Claypool is real. Yeah. Uh, I his TikTok, He's hilarious on TikTok, but as a wide receiver, a little less good.
2: I think he's a good keeper going into the next year. I would be a little weary of him this season, the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, uh, the rushing game is still weird as
1: hell for the Buffalo rushing games. James Conner is not healthy yet. I don't think. No, and then
2: there's nobody on that team that's a good substitute.
1: Uh, and Buffalo's running game is pretty bad. I think you yeah. just like uh,
2: Stefan Diggs looking beautiful.
1: Allen's leaning on him. It's looking good. Love it.
0: Yeah, Stephon Diggs and Allen are a all lock in for the rest
2: of the year. I think. Yeah, I think there's no question. Style play. It. Nothing else really crazy going on in Buffalo. Uh, and then let's move on to the Monday night game, which was wild. Sorry, this was actually out. the highest scoring game <laughs> of the week.
1: Lamar had a bounce back. Uh Got a nice schedule going forward. Uh, a couple weeks ago, everyone was like, oh, you got to get Lamar. You got to trade for him. Now you can't trade for him. And now I think whoever's got Lamar is kind of happy that he was having a bad week.
2: Yeah, I've. Yeah. He I, I read a nice stat here today. He is the he has the most uh double triples in the NFL. So what that is, is having triple digit passing yard or having triple digit yards in two categories, between passing, receiving, and rushing. He just beat Michael Vick for the all time. And this Absolutely. is only his what third season?
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
2: Third season. And yeah, he he's the only he is the only guy in NFL history of Nine games with two different 100-yard categories.
1: Do you think that's the lack of receivers, though? Because Vic had... No, because he, had. he has
2: good receivers, though.
1: Does he, though? Do? He yes. has Mark Adams Hollywood is Brown manager. is
2: a good receiver. I don't know he what there's he wrong with there? a, There's he no Hollywood don't, Brown. I don't,
1: he I don't get the points in fantasy. I Hollywood. love Hollywood Brown. I love Sneed. I,
2: I think it's the I, chemistry. I think Lamar's passing has just gone downhill. And now that he's using his legs a little more is why he's surviving.
1: Do you think he's more like a Lane Gabbert? He's Cam Newton. He's Cam Newton. Yeah, he's a a risk, risk risk. and I think
2: that he's Cam Newton who's going to get some passes off, but the legs is what make Lamar Jackson. Not like his MVP year where his passing and his legs made him. He is legs all day now. Speaking of legs, how about Nick Chubb? Two touchdown Uh, game, 82 yards.
1: Yeah, Uh, Nick Chubb. Giving me a chub. That man is <laughs> Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. They both found the food and they're both eating out there. Yeah, Hunt found it in the receiving game. Chubb on the ground.
0: Yeah, uh, you got to
1: watch out for the Browns. Yeah, Chubb the,
0: faces the Jets for the, the, the championship. They're
1: a nine
2: and four team, and I believe it. I mean, they, they easily could have been a ten and three team. I they, this game yeah, could, could have went either way. I mean,
1: you would have loved to see them get the W here, but they might steal. The I mean, up. what
2: what a division that that's got to be one of the best in football. The Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, actually, yeah, the most competitive. Nothing like that. <laughs> the the and if, uh
1: I, I don't know. The NFC least is looking pretty competitive. The least. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 very competitive for who can get the most losses.
1: <laughs> uh, Higgins, how how do we feel about Higgins?
0: You know, I uh, good. As far as keeper goes, as far as dynasty goes, um, I think he's being brought back in. And
2: yeah, especially because I don't think Odell's staying in Cleveland another year. I mean, yeah. he's obviously not having a good time. So no, he's I, not. It's gonna be Landry Higgins, and then right. who knows what's gonna be the tight end? With they spent that money on Hooper, who's dead. Yeah. can't stay healthy so who, kn- who knows he what's going he reminds
1: on me of, he reminds me of jordan
2: reed yeah no, now I mean. yeah that, mm-hmm. especially how he played this season definitely uh can you count on joku no, negative, no.
0: negative. all right
2: just
0: said throw it out there all right well how about we jump away from the recaps. It's all the games. Uh, and Cam, why don't you let us know what to look out for for the next week with the injuries?
3: All right. Well, we only have two people on the COVID list. Uh, we, I did forget uh, Ryan Suckup. We do have Ryan Suckup on there. Uh, I think he was added today, actually. Um, we have Miles Gaskin and David Johnson, two mid-range backs that you're probably hurting without. We might see them back this week, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. But as far as injuries go, quite a few, unfortunately. We've got Matthew Stafford. He hurt his ribs, exited the fourth quarter. It looks like a 50-50 shot for him to play, but he tends to play through injuries. But either way, it he was seems like that. trying. In
1: the fourth quarter, he came back. He was going in and out of the locker
3: room. just to tr- He was trying to make it happen. Yeah, he's no Lamar Jackson, though, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, either way, I think the Lions offense might take a little hit there. Uh, we have Alex Smith. It hurt his leg. I think it was the leg that he hurt last year. So I really hope he's all right. I mean, I'm,
0: I'm a huge fan of Alex Smith as a quarterback, just outside of fantasy football, just as a quarterback. I love, so Dwayne.
1: I I love Dwayne, but I don't want to Solid. see it go down like this.
3: Yeah, he was uh, held out of the second half. So we had Dwayne Haskins. It's not considered serious, though, thankfully. So we should see him this week. Uh, We have Keenan Allen Uh, hurt his back near the the fourth quarter. he, He exited the game. It seems like it's just soreness. They do play the Raiders on Thursday, but he should be good to go. Unfortunately, Debo Samuel probably won't be for the rest of the season. He exited the first play of the game with a ham with a hamstring injury. So Ayuk stocks up a lot. But, I would say Ayuk stocks up a lot after relying on Debo. It's not it's not looking good for you. And for the Dolphins, we have two big losses potentially. Devontae Parker exited the second quarter with a leg injury, and Mike Kosicki exited the fourth quarter with a shoulder injury that looks pretty bad.
0: Yeah, and keep that in mind if you're trying to stream Tua into your uh, late season here. I, I don't, you know, he comes off of a 27-point game, but he's not going to have these weapons coming into the next one, possibly. So
3: Yeah, you may not want to play Tua anyway with the pet Patriots this week. We saw what they did to Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, moving on to waivers. Uh, there's only really one quarterback that I'm seeing that you might want to hold on to. and That's Jalen Hurts. 8.9% of leagues have Jalen Hurts. He's got a neutral matchup against the Cardinals this week, but he looked great, and he faces the Cowboys for the championship game. So if you're Hurting, you might want Hurts. <laughs> you could do worse. I mean, he is you know, I think it's going to be all right. Uh, moving on to running backs, we got Jeff Wilson Jr. He's only owned in 8.4% of leagues. It's looking like Mossert's playing hurt. And Jeff Wilson actually Kind of has solo value Even with Mostert Hurt so or Well I mean he's hurt just be, a little bit, just be a little wary
1: Jeff Wilson has burned people when he came in As a backup <laughs> are yeah,
0: the, else This week though I mean if you have Absolutely nothing else I think that you can look,
3: look what Gibson did to those. Yeah, Yeah Yeah the Niners running back Committee is all over the place So there's some <laughs> risk involved but we have Lynn Bowden Jr., who's owned in one of leagues. He's listed as a running back and wide receiver. But yeah, he's, he's got this, a little quarterback this Taysom, action going on. Taysom
1: Hill Jr. right here is this another Taysom Hill cheat
3: code? <laughs> I'm not seeing that. But if you're hurting, uh, he has flex value. I think with Gaskin and Ahmed out, but obviously monitor those injury Yeah, uh, injuries. Uh, moving on to wide receiver, we got Chad Hance. He's owned in 5.1% of leagues. He did well against the last game they played against the Colts in week 13. And he faces the Bengals for week 16. So it's looking like he's a wide receiver, too, with Deshaun Watson throwing to him. So you it could be in worse situations. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, then we have Russell Gage owned in fifteen percent of leagues. He's looking actually more consistent lately. And I think that might be due to Julio being out and the lack of running back usage that the Falcons are doing on the offense.
0: That is Russell Gage's story. Is that when Julio's out, he's up. And when Julio's in, he's
3: down. So take advantage when you can. Absolutely. He's got a decent master for wide receivers in the in the Bucks this week. So if you heard no Wide receiver, go for Gage. And in the tight end wasteland, one shining light was Irv Smith Jr., as we mentioned. He's only owned in 4.4% of leagues. It could have been game script. It could have been the Kyle Rudolph injury, but he faces Chicago this week, and they're a great matchup for tight ends. And then yeah. moving on to streaming defenses, we have the Vikings owned in 3.9% of leagues in that game. Uh, They did well against them, the Bears, week 10, and you're looking for a repeat performance. Then the last streaming option we have is the Titans defense at 22% of leagues. They face the Lions. Uh, It's looking like a 50-50 shot, as we mentioned, that Stafford plays. But honestly, I think I would play them even if Stafford does play. So, and then yeah. for drops, we, uh, we're, nearing we the end. we're nearing the end of the season, so you're you're just starting your studs. You don't you don't want any points on the bench, and unfortunately, on the bench and even off the bench, <laughs> I think we got to put Todd Gurley on that list. These both of these are gonna hurt, but Todd Gurley, his usage is just. The worst it's been. He has less than 14, uh, 14 points per game since week seven. He's just not getting used. It's yeah, I yeah. Think that's that's Dud Gurley right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a tough situation, but I think I think you gotta at the very least bench him. And then Zach Ertz, he's he came back, but the last two games of the season, I don't think you really want to see him find his groove on your roster. I would start uh, Goddard over Hertz a thousand times. Absolutely. Goddard's been used a lot more. Seems to have a good rapport with Hertz, and it seems like Hertz is going to be the guy, so I think that's it.
0: Alright, well, that is the injury and drop report uh, and the waiver report, so let's jump into the sit-start shotgun. Uh, our favorite segment, this is where Neasy is going to run through a list of players, and we're going to decide whether we would sit or start them this week.
2: All right. So starting off with Cam Newton, he's got Miami this week. They're allowing the seventh fewest points to the quarterbacks. Are we sitting or starting Cam Newton? The first time he faced Miami this year was week one and he scored 25.7 fantasy points. He he killed him on the ground. Are we trusting him again in week 15
1: for the playoffs? No, I'm not. Also, also, no. I we just saw what he can do last week. He's just he's just not there. He if his legs are there, he's he's startable. But like, I don't think you could trust it. You cannot afford a four
3: point game right now.
2: No, oh. in the playoffs, that you just can't take that risk. I would also sit
3: him. I'm saying start. Uh, saying start. I think I, I think game script will be favorable for Cam. No, I know a little thing about you, Cam, and
0: uh, you are in the playoffs, so you should start him this week. <laughs>
1: I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right.
2: Moving on to Baker Mayfield facing the Giants, who's been crushing quarterbacks the second half of the season. They're allowing the fifth fewest points to QBs. Uh, are we trusted in Baker?
1: Absolutely. I am trusting in Baker. Baker is trending upward. Uh, let's go. He's going to take me to the ship this this week.
0: Baker's hungry. And when a baker is hungry, he's gonna get his treats. <laughs> so, and it's yeah, gonna he pick,
1: baby. He's gonna bake.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think baker's a real
1: deal crack now. Some
0: eggs.
2: <laughs> I mean thirty points that last week, twenty-nine the week before, even eighteen the week before that, there's some consistency there and I just those you know, are top three QB numbers. Yeah, right he's, like gonna like gonna really he's gonna get it's the ball. He's gonna get the ball. It's the Giants. It's They're gonna to get through. turnovers. Whether yeah. it's Colt McCoy or it's Daniel Jones, they're going to give them opportunities. Yeah. The only reason Baker busts out is because the running game is so strong. All right, we are starting Baker Mayfield. Moving on to Kirk Cousins. Facing the Chicago Bears, which are allowing the 11th fewest points to QBs. Last time they faced, he got 17.58 fantasy points. Are we trusting Kirk Cousins? 100%.
0: Yeah, I am big on the Kirk Cousins train right now. He, uh, he's been hot, and... He has such good chemistry with strong wide receivers with the best running back or one of the best running backs in the league. You can definitely trust Kirk Cousins.
2: I, I trust right. him. I, I, he's not a high value start, but I'd
3: start him. I'm actually sitting uh, due to Dalvin Cook. I think it's yeah. going to be a Cook game. Well, I sure hope so, because I'm
0: leaning on that boy next week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Consensus is start him with a little bit of hesitation. Uh, moving on to our final quarterback, Big Ben Roethlisberger. He is facing Cincinnati, with sure a nice neutral matchup, allowing the 16th fewest points to QBs. But the last couple of weeks, he's been a little lackluster. Are we st- trusting Big Ben?
1: Yes, I, I think that he has a bounce back game here.
0: Yeah, Cincinnati is going to be frustrated in this game, and Ben is just going to throw the ball all game, I feel. Yeah. Like, I'll, you are absolutely...
1: Yeah,
2: last time he faced Cincinnati, he dropped 29 points. So I will start him in this matchup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's a little sketchy coming based off his past four performances. But, yeah.
0: You're definitely not starting the Bengals against Big Ben. That's
2: we'll no,
3: that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm starting Ben. It's, it's the Bengals. All right. Yeah. Consensus is
2: start in Big Ben. Moving on to wide receivers, we're going to start off with Javaris Landry. He's facing the Giants, which are allowing the 12th least points. This year to wide receivers, what are we feeling about Landry?
1: Negative. I've been off Travis Landry for a couple weeks now. Um, I'm going to continue to stay off him.
2: I'm I'm positive. If you're positive, Baker, you got to be positive. Landry. He's the number one there. I'm. I'm He'd this week. No, Landry. Landry is. He's even throwing some passes. You never know when the man's going to throw a touchdown.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. If I need a flex spot, I'll start Landry. Otherwise,
3: um, no, not against the Giants. All right. I'm sitting him. I think spreading it around in the running game. Consensus is sit,
2: but there's a little bit of hope. Uh, moving on to Devontae Parker. Pending him healthy. Facing the Patriots to allow the fifth least points to wide receivers. Are we trusting Devontae Parker? Not this no. Late. no. No. I can't. You're sitting him. He's, he's been Patriots, too boober buff.
1: Well he had a he had a few weeks of consistency. It's just with the injury and like with two and not really knowing his identity yet. I think it's uh it's gotta be a sit.
2: Cam, you're saying sit him? Yeah. All right, consensus is sitting Devontae Parker. On to another guy pending he comes back this week. Um Brandon Cooks, he's facing the Colts, which allowed the ninth-fewest points to wide receivers. Well, he just faced the Colts two weeks ago, and he got 11.5 fantasy points. Are we trusting him this week?
0: I think around 10 points is Brandon Cooks' story. Uh, he's a flex guy that if, you're, if your matchup calls for a safe floor, you can play him as long as he's in. If you need that ceiling, though, there's other options, I think. I mean, but I would start him he flex. has
2: a 30- and a 21-point game and a 17-point game this year. so. so-
1: so for me, I think if, if you have Brandon We're real Cooks close together though. And yeah, Brandon is healthy. Colleagues. If Brandon Cooks is there, he's healthy. He's the only option they have. Yeah. It's Because back they, then, even in those monster games, Fuller was there. Yeah. I think you can you can trust Brandon Cooks if yeah. he's there.
2: I, I think I'm he's good. trustable. Uh just just on the healthiness. If he's questionable, like coming in, game time decision, that'd be the only reason I'd be like, maybe let's not, because who knows if he goes out right away. Like, you you got to trust someone who you know's healthy the whole game. That'd be yeah. the only reason I wouldn't start Brandon Cooks. All right, on to a guy we talked about earlier, T.Y. Hilton, who's facing Houston, which allowed the ninth most points to wide receivers. T.Y. has been awful this year, but these last three games, uh, I mean, 18, 25, and 25, and one of those 25s were against Houston. How are we feeling about T.Y. Hilton?
1: Right, you start
0: twenty-five points, two games in a row. You start him.
1: It's 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 Hilton season. Let's go. Yeah,
2: I yeah. don't think you look at the. I don't think you look at the past of the uh, the beginning of the season. I think he's just finally coming into who he's supposed to be. Uh, he's a must start. Absolutely. All right, we are starting Hilton. All right, on to some running backs. DeAndre Swift against Tennessee, which allowed the sixth most points to running backs. How are we feeling about Swift this week? He had 15 points last year week, his first week back from his concussion.
1: In a bubble, I'm not starting DeAndre Swift, but I think that a lot of the teams that have DeAndre Swift are going to have to start him because he's going to be the best option.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that he's, he's going to do well. Um, but when you, when you throw all the players on a list, he's not what I'm looking at. But if I'm a team that needs a running back, I'm not afraid to start him this week for sure.
3: Yeah, I'd start
2: him. Yeah, I, tr- I trust him. I, I I have a lot more trust in you guys, I think. But I, I, I think he, when he's there, he's a good player. And I think they're going to use him pretty well against Tennessee. Uh, so, yeah, we're starting uh, Swift. All right, how about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire facing the Saints, which is the second allowing the second fewest points to running backs this season?
1: It's another situation where if you have him, you probably have to start him. Um, I don't love it, but I think that the possibility of Patrick Mahomes opening up the pass game is going to open up opportunities for Squad. Yeah,
0: I'm going to disagree with that. I I would not trust him this late. No. I know he's coming up with 14 points, but it's against Norris. I even think yeah. if you
2: have to start him, you find someone else. I mean, I, I would sit him. I mean, this is just a hard matchup for him. And even on mm-hmm. good matchups, he's only getting like 12, 13 points, 12, 13 points.
1: Only though, I think you're averaging 13 points a week.
2: Yeah. Well, like his, but his now ceiling. you're. Right. His ceiling is 20 points. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's they, in PPR. They and he averages there. 13 points. You're facing the a, a second best rushing defense, and it's a team that's going to be passing all the time. I I don't see him getting more than five points. I would
0: say right, over far under away right now. Over under, seven points. Under. CEH.
1: Under under. I'm going the call under. He's been. Under seven points twice this season. One was Yeah, here, the here's defense.
2: the third time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't I believe that there's a strong running defenses that he's popped off against. I think that he's going to go over seven. Okay.
2: All right. Well, the consensus is sit him, but there's a little bit of hope. All right. On to Melvin Gordon. Pending him's healthy, he's facing Buffalo, which they're a uh, neutral matchup, allowing the 15th fewest points to running backs. How are we feel about Melvo? He's kind put of put him in a
1: put him in a casket. Uh,
2: well, <laughs> i i kind of like him this mean, week
3: like i kind of like him this <laughs> week he, he,
1: he's two
2: decent games not nothing crazy but i think he's on an upward trend i i would start him this week
0: i would flex melvin gordon over ceh we'll put it that easily
3: way. yeah I, w- I would agree with that but I. Uh...
0: Melvin Gordon is not a name that I like to think about when I'm, when I'm looking at sit and start, but this is what this is about is, you know, those hard calls and uh, against Buffalo, if if you have another option, which you probably don't start that other option. If you have to start Melvin Gordon, start him.
2: All right. Consensus is it's in the middle with Melvo. All right. Onto the final guy, Ronald Jones. He's facing Atlanta, which allowing the seventh fewest points to running backs. How are we feeling about this?
1: If, he te- if he's healthy, you run him out. I think he's been doing great. He's the clear number one over there with Fournette getting scratched. LaShawn has been producing on some runs here and there, and that may even like increase, but I think Ronald Jones for the next week or two is still usable.
3: I
2: agree with Kaz. Yeah, you're going to start him. All right. Uh, what do you say, Cam?
3: Uh, I think you want to monitor his finger injury. I did not mention that earlier, but I think he should be fine regardless. It's it's the, he's got pins in his finger similar to Chris Godwin, but it looks like Godwin's playing too. So, uh, I would say sit either way though. All right. All right. I'm starting him. So
2: consensus is though in the middle with him and that's going to end it for the sit start shotgun. All
0: right, let's jump into our lock of the week. This is where, uh, we call out the players that are just going to do it. Um, They may be great. They may be players that you don't really think of, but we're looking at like a 20-point floor. Uh, Who do we think is going to do it? Uh, Kaz, why don't you start?
1: I like Mike Evans this week. Uh, He plays Atlanta. Atlanta's the third worst against the past. uh, That's a risky call, and I I
0: respect that.
1: I think he's going to get the touchdowns this week, I think because that's usually what he needs, and I think that he's going to get it. I think he's going to have a Nelson Aguilar-esque game on the high end, and I think that you're going to see 25, maybe.
3: That two for two for two. I mean, Mike Evans fans would love to see
0: it. Uh, Neezy, how about
2: you? Allen Robinson. I think he's going to have a monster game against Minnesota. I mean, that's the only guy. Like, that's the main guy you're passing to, and I I think he's going to eat.
3: Yeah, definitely. Cam? Jonathan Taylor Thomas.
1: (laughs) Another risk uh, play. I like to hear it, though.
3: I don't think it's a risk play. Anymore. He's facing the Texans. They got the second worst defense against the run. It's looking like he's finally got his groove in the, in the offense. I think he's a lock. Awesome. Yeah.
0: And uh, my lock of the week is going to be Nick Chubb. I uh, He's just been on such an up, and I, I don't think it's going to stop. The, the run game is so strong, and, you know, Baker is, is getting it to him, and he's getting it. So 20 points coming in hot. Uh, let's. Wrap it up now with the beer review. Uh, again, today's beer is Valencia Orange Cosmo by Noon Whistle. Uh, they're out of Lombard, Illinois. Um, with the yuzu. With the yuzu, uh, I think we have one of us drinking with the yuzu and one of us drinking without, right? Yeah, I think there's.
3: I think there's. Or there's, there's, sorry, three, there three of us one. drinking with, and
1: then one of us drinking without. Um, I didn't get yeah. a whole lot. I didn't get a whole lot of yuzu out of my end, you know. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're the one without.
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'll start first. Uh, I didn't like the opening uh, taste of it. It really didn't really didn't sit well on my tongue for some reason. I grew to like it over time, but that first sip really like turned me off. I'm gonna go two point five. It's not the worst beer. It's drinkable, but I don't know if I'd buy it again.
1: I'm out of three. I didn't try the Yuzu version, which he did, but um the orange the orange is present it's a very generic ipa and or pa in general and I'm, it's just not really doing it for me
3: kim uh yeah i did get the yuzu version and i pretty much completely agree with Nizi. that first hit of the yuzu is so strong like it's just straight lemon to your mouth i'm i'm saying it 2.5 as well
0: yeah i'm, I'm a huge fan of orange um you know like Anything with orange into it, but this one is it hits me a little bit different. I'm gonna give it a three. Um, I don't hate it. I'm not in love with it, and it's, it's just like you guys are saying. It hits you strong, but then you get used to it as you're drinking it. So yeah, it is drinkable. Um, but that's a sipper. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not something that you're excited to go out and buy and you're gonna drink a bunch of them. But mm. but that's it. All right, that's our show. So thank you guys for listening in. I, we wish you luck in your playoff push. Hope you guys make it to the ship. Hope you guys, or we gave you guys the information you guys need to do it uh, again. Check out all of our socials at sit, start drink on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, and Apple music. Give us a listen. Give us a like
1: TikTok, TikTok. and TikTok. Yeah, Yeah. Uh,
0: so
3: we'd be talking, jump into
0: all of it. And uh, thank you guys again. Good luck. Later. See, see ya.